Welcome to my first podcast. It's November 30th. It's dreary outside. Pouring like a son of a gun. The Bassmaster Eastern Open last tournament of the 2020 year is under practice right now on Lay Lake. Unfortunately, I wasn't able to fish as a co-angler due to an injury at work. So I had to cancel out of that tournament unless I would be down there practicing right now. But as I get ready to fish the 2021 season, I'm trying to share with you guys what it takes to do this. Not only is it a monetary commitment, it's a time commitment, a logistics nightmare waiting for schedules to come out. Bassmaster hasn't put out their schedule yet. We're waiting. Uh, MLF Big Five has. So I know I'll be in Florida in January, in February, the end of January. The tournament is the 4th, 5th, and 6th for the Southern. Then I'll be going down and visiting some family for a weekend, possibly my dad. He should be retiring and headed down south, so I'll stop there before headed back up so I can turn around and come back down in March. And hopefully there will be the schedule out for Bassmaster so I can figure out where I'm going from there. But just to get a little insight of what it takes to do this, never mind a boat, number one, a reliable vehicle to travel across the country. People might think those are common sense things, but sometimes they got to be said. Uh, I was able, luckily enough, my wife and I, we purchased a Ranger 520ZC or Z520C with a 250 Yamaha SHO on it. A 2018 Ford F-150 Super Crew Cab. Only drawback to that is I bought a five and a half foot bed trying to find a cap. Used is quite impossible. New one, two grand, out the door, no problem. But trying to find a used one. So any of you listeners out there know of one, give me a holler, let me know. But we decided I wanted to do the Eastern and Central Open for the Bassmasters Definitely doing the Eastern, not sure about the Central because it is a big monetary commitment to fish there. Um, Deposits got to be paid up front. So I chose, I wanted to fish down south, so I chose the MLF Big Five Southern and the Northern Tournament. So I have one at Toho at the end of February, Harrison Chain of Lakes in March, Georgia in May. In July, I believe it is, we're going to be up on Lake Champlain. Then possibly the St. Lawrence. Um, I do have a couple of buddies that I've been fishing with that I met back in January. I'm going to have both of them on the podcast to do a little interview and see what their perspective is. Uh, first one is Lucas Bogosian. He's a professional angler who's sponsored by PB Blaster, Favorite Rods, Cast King Reels. I love my Cast Kings, by the way. Uh, so one, one of the ones I fish with. I also fish with Dobbin Rods. Um, and John Watts, who last year was his rookie year. So we will be in touch with them to see how they made out and get their perspective on things. Uh, I will be fishing with them come 2021. They're going to be doing the Eastern Open and the MLF uh, Northern Division. They're not doing the Southern. I'll be doing that alone. Uh, I'm sure I'll meet some guys. I know a couple of people who are fishing them. But there is a 
a bond when you get down there. I met Lucas and John this past January. I'll get into that a little bit real quick. Uh, I went down for my first co-angler open that I finally decided to get back involved. 20 years ago, I got elected to fish. You know, there was a whole bunch of hoops you had to go through back then. You had to have a professional bass card to fish. You had to get drawn. So luck of the draw. I put my money in. I got picked. Uh, I remember my wife calling me at work saying, you got 24 hours to call her back to let you know you're in. You know, my son, who is now 21, was only one at the time. So I made a, a decision and postponed that. Uh, kind of kicked myself for the last 20 years that I did that, but I thought it was the best decision at the time because it was a big commitment. You know, I was only temporary at work. We just bought a house, got a new baby, you know, all the the worries that you have as an, uh, as an adult, you know, the lovely word. But I gave it up. I did the right thing. I'm happy. Um, I enjoyed my life, and now I'm going to try it with the support of my wife, who I have to thank. Thank you, Jen, because without her... I, I just couldn't do it. it it's just too much uh, i mean she supports me and i've done some crazy things from food trucks to construction companies to jobs to god you people who know me know but you know it's it's part of life you, you deal with it as they come so this year i decided to go full-time and that's what led me i fished to co-anglers and that's how i met lucas and john last year uh, i just came out of the hotel sunday after i got in there and seen lucas fiddling in his boat started talking to him asked if he needed somebody to fish with he said sure and we hit it off we meshed well together for the week we had a great time we fished we practiced we ate we enjoyed and uh we kind of became good friends we've been hanging out talking all year round i wasn't able to fish with them because of an injury at work so i didn't fish after january that was the only time i fished in the tournament because i just couldn't do it i was injured and just leave it at that i had a concussion that's still issues today but we're working on those so i met them and i'll be fishing with them next year uh we're going to be renting houses together it kind of makes life easier when you have a good support group down there, you know, three guys fishing together, you know, we're able to bounce things off each other. Something breaks, we're able to help. It's it's a big help just knowing that there's other people there who you can kind of balance yourself out with, and we seem to mesh pretty good together. John's from Minnesota. Lucas is from New Jersey, and as you all know, I'm in Connecticut. So we're going to be doing it together kind of thing working hand in hand trying to not just trying to win the tournaments my goal next year is to be consistent i don't i would love to win don't get me wrong i want that big blue trophy as much as anybody else but i also want to be an elite angler and in order to be an elite angler you have to qualify and in order to qualify you have to be in the top tier of each open events to get an invite to next year's elites so we're gonna try my dang is to get consistent tournaments up there where i'm getting the points to become an elite angler and like everybody else like i said before we all want that big blue trophy we want to get an invite to the classic so you know that's that's always there but i'm trying to be consistent i want to be that even guy where i get an invite to come up to the elites 
that's the ultimate goal is the road to the elites. And, you know, I'm just like every other angler out there, the dream of becoming an elite angler. It's not easy. I don't have any sponsors yet. I do have a couple of hook and weight sponsors that I get discounts with. And, you know, I do, I do my work for them. I, unfortunately, this past year, I couldn't do as much as I wanted to because of my injury. So I had to put that on hold. But now that I'm back, I'm going to be doing a lot more. So in the coming weeks, we're going to be doing some interviews with Lucas and John and another couple guys I fish with who are co-anglers who are fished a tournament. So you'll get their perspective as well. And they've been doing it for many years, Rob Welsh. And I'm going to see if I can get Mo Collins up here to give him a talk in because he's one of the he fishes the eastern open co-anglers last year and they do all have some sponsors so it'd be nice to see their perspective and get involved and see how they got involved and what it takes for them it's not just like i said fishing you know there's travel there's lodging there's expenses along the way the fishing the the practice time the whole nine yards it's it's an incredible thing it, it, people hear you they see the tv shows you know it's all fame and glory on tv they're catching beach fish every time that doesn't necessarily happen all the time it's sometimes it does sometimes it doesn't but most of the time it's you're grinding you know you're searching you're going through 40 gallons of gas in a day because you're running from toho down to Kissimmee. you know you're going through the locks there's a lot involved you know, we got graphs, we got all these fancy electronics, but when it comes down to the fish got a bite, you got to know where they are, you got to know what to give them, what time of year, there's so many variables. It's not an easy thing, but I enjoy every second of it being on the water. You know, you don't catch fish every time and you can't get discouraged, it's just part of the life. You know, I my tournament in January, we got lost six pounds because we were late. You know, I was fishing with a pro whose clock happened to be 20 minutes off. Shit, it happens. You know, we were 20 minutes, we were, no, we were six minutes late, so we lost six pounds. And, you know, six pounds is a lot of weight. You know, it could be went from 20th place to 40th place in that six pounds. But it, it is what it is. You, you know, you can't get mad. I was upset, but I was more excited to walk across the stage. You know, I had my fish. I lost six pounds. What am I going to do? I still weighed fish in a Bassmaster tournament, and I got to fish with an elite angler. It was an incredible experience. You know, my second day, I got to fish with another great angler, Chad. He was awesome. I had a blast with him. We think, you know, we still talk to this day. You know, through Facebook, what media, I couldn't fortunately be at the tournaments. They were looking for me, but it's part of the game. So there's more to it than just fishing. You know, there's, like I said, I've been trying to plan where I'm going to stage. Cheap hotels, campgrounds. What's the weather going to be like in January in Florida? Who knows? Last year I was there, it was 90. I was loving life. Come back to Connecticut, I got three inches of snow when my plane landed. It was nuts. So trying to figure all that out and get back. Trying to get a schedule where, okay, I'm going to drive here, I'm going to drive there. Uh, should I just spend an extra week in Florida before I come home so I don't have to turn all the way around and come back to Florida from Connecticut, you know, in the middle of the winter? You know, then who's going to take care of the driveway? You know, my wife works, my son works, my daughter's in school. So there's a lot of logistics that got to be worked out that people don't realize when, oh, yeah, I'm going to fish in tournaments. It's, these aren't local tournaments in my local Sweetwater, Connecticut Sweetwater Bass Club. These ain't local. This is, you know, 1,200 miles away. It's, it's ridiculous.
But I never realized how much was involved. But it's been a planning stage for months now. We're, we're almost there. We're going to do it. So with that being said, my first tournament is on Lake Toho, Topeka in Florida at a big Toho marina. It's going to be... It's going to be an experience. I, I, I'm looking forward to getting down there. The boat's all ready. I took everything out. Uh, I'll be putting everything back in some early in January. Pack her up and get ready to head south. Um, stop along the way and see if I can fish and go from there. But I just wanted to kind of touch base and let everybody know that what I'm going to be doing. You know, I'm going to fish professionally next year and see what happens. Uh, you know, I'm working part-time up here, you know, doing odds and ends, you know, small jobs, anybody for people, you know, little things that just keep me busy and keeps me fishing, um, and actively looking for that, like everybody else, you know, that sponsor. So, you know, there's, there's a whole, whole lot that needs to be done. And I spend most of my days trying to figure out where I'm going to be, how I'm going to get there, how we're going to pay for it, how we're going to get back. You know, do I need a sponsor on getting my truck wrapped, trying to figure that out, come up with designs for that, getting shirts made, getting, you know, tackle in the right thing. What, what do I need to take? There's so much involved. You know, luckily over the years, I learned a lot from my uncle when I fished with him. You know, we always had a list the night before, we were checking off what we need to get, what we need to do. You know, we were leaving from Rhode Island. You know, we were going out offshore to fish for the day. You know, just a 12-hour fishing trip was amazing what you needed to you wanted to make sure you have. And when you do things like that, it makes life a lot easier because you have your checklist. You know, you're, you're, you planned it. You're, you're ready. You're ready for everything. You know, there's no surprises. So if something happens, you can deal with it the right way instead of acting like a chooch and running all around trying to figure things out last minute don't work that way you know you got to book things in advance to get yourself ready just in case you never know what's going to happen so that's kind of it my next little podcast i think uh we're going to interview lucas bogosian he's the pro that i was talking about my buddy lucas who just came out with a couple of baits from tech baits it's a local bait manufacturer here in Connecticut. So we're going to give him a talk and see what his insights are on things and go from there. And, you know, that's the journey. And as I go, I'll be doing more and more episodes from driving through. You can watch them on my webpage, cmcfishing.com. You know, my YouTube channel, my Instagram, Facebook. There's so much social media out there. Pass it around. Tell your friends. Check me out. And hopefully you guys can enjoy the ride and experience what I experience as a professional angler in my rookie year. Thanks for listening. And remember, tug is the drug.